Let's intro our panel for the Rose Hill preview. Ron Duffersy rejoins me. Duff, good morning to you again. Um, we're going to have a good four out there at Rose Hill Gardens and uh, conditions for racing should be quite pleasant today. Yep, looking forward to it. Uh, a very interesting day. Um, seems you still have a little bit of a hangover from last week with the uh, listening to those scratchings, but uh, you'll come good eventually. I'm getting there. Do you know, I actually, I, I'm not being funny here. I really try hard to get them right but I, I can't do it I, I've got like short-term <laughs> attention span or something I'll be reading them and I'll be like mesmerized and I'm looking at it but my mind's elsewhere you know the monkey with the symbols going ding 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 like that that's what's going on upstairs I think Duff <laughs> yeah well you, you'll grow out of it I've had enough practice now um, I should be able to get get it right but um, hopefully everyone got them okay uh, this morning Brad Gray's on the line Duff I saw a little bit. I got sent a photo, actually. Um, I've got a mole in the studio here, uh, and it was Brad Gray doing yet another promo. He had the all-green tab shirt on. He was with our man, oh. Trey, who's a social media uh, producer, I guess you could call him, uh, among other things here at Sky Racing. So I'm not sure what's going on, but he might be the new figurehead of Sky Racing the way this is going. He's doing more stuff beside, behind the scenes, Duff. Oh, he's, uh, he's the golden boy. He's, uh, he's uh, the king of the promos, <laughs> and deservedly so. What's this latest venture, Brad? Uh, I saw you in a green tab shirt shooting some other promo, no doubt. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Uh, unfortunately, it was actually a green skivvy. So <laughs> oh, another... they still make them? Yeah, apparently there's another <laughs> layer to that. So, yeah, coming to your screen shortly, I imagine. Can you... Describe to us what a skivvy actually is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, a <laughs> long It's like a turtleneck. Yeah. Oh, like a turtleneck. Yeah. right. I thought they yeah. banned those. But, but if you roll, well, they should be banned. But if you roll up the sleeves, you can kind of half get away with it. Okay. Anyway, we'll let the the audience be the best can judge you, of that. But. Can you wear that with your Tommy Shelby cap next time you come on camera? Yeah, I don't know if they'd let me in, but I can give it a crack. Can you wear a turtleneck for Everest Day next week, please? Go and buy a (laughs) turtleneck. I don't know if I could do it. And don the the Tommy Shelby cap. I want to see that next week, Brad. Don't you need a splash of blue for Everest? I'd have to go out and see if I can get myself a blue one. What is the colour coding for Everest Day, Duff? Is it blue? Splash of blue. Uh, Yes, a a splash of blue. It's uh, silver today. Um, Beautiful. We have colours this time of year, so, um, so I'm told. I, I get the directive what the colour tie to wear on a, about a Tuesday, I think. Oh, do you get directed, do you, Duff? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Have you got the Mixing. personal fashion person who, yeah, <laughs> who yeah. dresses you, Nad- et cetera? Nadia, you know, she's very good oh, at she's it. She's great, Nadia. She does a good job. I mean, making all of us look good is not easy, Duff. No, it's not easy at all. <laughs> uh, we've got a new, uh, well, victim, should we call him, to the ranks here on Racing HQ Saturday. Andrew Hurley has departed. He's on an island. Uh, he's enjoying himself, I can report. But we've got Ben Way, who uh, a lot of you will be very familiar with uh, as the host of our award-winning show, Black Bookers. He's a part of the Rose Hill preview this morning, and he'll also be on Behind the Gates a little bit later. Ben, welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. Well, Gats enters the fray and can't wait to be part of it this morning. So I always tune in anyway but now i just get to be part of it which is good fun outstanding mate it's great to have you along how's the the betting activity been on this meeting for rose hill a couple of the earlier races are a touch on the quiet side but as you start to build into the meeting so too does the money osmosis is the best backed runner across the card so there's a a fair bit going that way and even the favorite in the last has been pretty popular we'll make our way through but I know it's 
I know it's only a Group 2, but I love the Hill Stakes. And you have a look back at some of the horses that have won your St. Lee's superimposed guns in Burnborough, Shannon, Farlap. Nearly every horse that won it back in the day has a race named after them. Gloaming, uh, Peter Pan. So, yeah, it's a race with a rich history, and I can't wait to go through it all today. Good meeting. It sure is, buddy. Yeah, let's rip in, guys. We start with the Tab Highway. Um, I, I believe you got a call, Duff, uh, Monday that I don't read the sponsors. Uh, <laughs> is that right as well? No, maybe not, Duff. Uh, that, yeah, that's another one for you. Ah, oh, yes. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that in. List. I'm adding that to my repertoire, everyone. Uh, just letting you know, sponsors they are an important part of racing. So I'm gonna read every sponsor's name on the Rose Hill preview going forward. As long as my tenure at the helm on Racing HQ lasts, I'm gonna do that for our audience um, because I think Bill was upset on Monday, Duff, when he when he phoned the program. Bill, so. Bill was very upset. If Bill's not a sponsor or his mates are not a sponsor, I'll give up. But uh, race number one is the Tab Highway, 1,500 metres, and Benway has the market for us. Certainly do. So rail true, conditions good enough in the air, good four, which surprised me a little bit. And I did just want to make mention of a couple of fixed odds offers too because one of them's a belter, so it includes the first here. So Tab Fixed Odds Offer, you guys know the drill race is one to six run second or third bonus bet back up to $50. But when it comes to the hill stakes and the Turnbull stakes for that matter, how's this Fixed Odds Offer? Run second to tenth bonus bet back up to $50. So near on a free hit there in the hill stakes and the Turnbull. But in terms of the market for the first, so we kick off with a highway, three-year-olds and up class three, 1500 Chase My Crown at $6. Just drifting from a $4.60 open quote. Crystal Chiefs, despite the wide draw, $26, open $13 now. Lord de Sanamo at $51. Amaranth, $16 to $15 today. Nickelback, $8, has not budged. She had $34 to $31. Stormy Witness, $10 to $8.50. Call Me Lewis, another one drawn out in the car park, $31 to $26. Atmospheric Rock has been running really well, albeit without winning. $4.60, the open, $3.60, and hasn't moved today. Lady Tabloid, $41. Uh, we've got the 15, which is Ravontelay, which is $26 in from 34. He's a devil, 61 to 51. The coat hanger, $11, hasn't moved. Rossi's type of girl at 61. Master of Rewards at 21. And then Montebello's charm, 19 to 18. And one more, discreet lady, 51 to $41. You've got a total of seven scratchings, but only five cents worth of deductions. Three by two for Ballistic Kids and two cents to win for Bell Tycoon. Great debut. Great debut, Ben. Very solid, wasn't it? Oh, outstanding. It only took about half an hour. We're going to wrap up there. Can you just go a bit quicker, mate? I mean, well, we <laughs> it's quarter highway. past eight. We kicked off with a 50-horse highway. Yeah, true. Oh, righto, Brad, what's this map look like? Yeah, what about the first sponsor that gets a mention there? The tab, of course, it is from you, Marlo. Hey, hey guess what, guys? Bread the, is buttered. the midways doesn't have a sponsor. What am I? What am I going to do for race two? No sponsor. Oh no, this is a this is a disaster. <laughs> Speed, plenty of it. Uh, fast tempo here, fifteen hundred meters. A few of these gallopers coming across from wider draws. You've got Crystal Thief, Stormy Witness, Call Me Louie. Uh, Shehab and the Coat Hanger. We know what he does, and he was so effective from a position outside the leads. So I think they'll run along here, Duff. Yeah, they will, and I think it suits atmospheric rock. He's primed fourth up now. Tommy put his hand up this morning and said he had to just come back too far when caught wide no cover last time. Just give him a little smother closer than midfield. I think he's hard to hold out. I think getting out a good odds chase, my crown, inside draw, claim, proven highway performer, very honest mare. Uh, Amaranth, no money for her, but capable 
fresh in at 1500 I would have thought and he was really tough at big odds the other day the coat hanger so he's going to toughen out well from the front again 11 one four seventeen. Yeah, I've reverted to those proven highway horses as well. I've gone the way of, of Chase My Crown, just thinking that she can hold a spot from that inside gate, uh, well-placed after the claim of Jet Stanley. I know she's been up for a long time, up since April, in fact, and this will be her 11th run of the campaign. But eight of them have come in highways, and she's yet to finish any further back than fourth. So I wouldn't expect that to change today. She's a type of mare that needs luck at the right time, but if she gets it, she'll be charging late. 11, Atmospheric Rock, uh, no knock in terms of how well he fits in here. He is well found, but he's knocking on the door when it comes to winning one of these highways. A few things didn't quite fall into place for him last start in what was a leader-dominated highway. Five, Nickelback. Go back two starts ago. I like that form reference behind Melody again and take the kitty. Ran well at Grafton last start, even though he was a beaten even-money favourite. He got a long way back and charged. And 17, the coat hanger. Had to do it now at a shorter price uh, and prove that that wasn't a little anomaly last time out. But I did like the way that he, he toughed it out, having set outside the lead. One eleven, five and 17. Darren Flindell in race number one. He's gone with 11, atmospheric rock to beat 17, 1 and 5. How do you think he's going to back up from Canberra yesterday, guys? He was down there for the race caller's day, um, called three races at Canberra. Would have been hard to do three hours driving to a race meeting. Uh, yeah, he's the champion of backer-uppers. Uh, <laughs> Darren, that's for sure. He's a tried and true, proven performer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he'll be sweet, no doubt about it, guys. Uh, we move to race number two, the unsponsored Midway. I'm going to call it the Racing HQ Midway, or I could even call it the Ron Duffercy. Duff, uh, I know we were talking yeah. earlier this morning. You don't <laughs> have a name. A, don't have a race named after you yet. Maybe the, this is the I'm Ron Duffy performer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the market look like here, Ben, for the Ron Duffercy? <laughs> yeah, race number two. So made by Carney only gear change blinkers off first time, but Bazooka heads the heads this one thirty four dollars. Forty-one to thirty-four dollars. Pete's office for three dollars sixty has not moved. Made by Khan, as I mentioned, forty-one to thirty-four. Blinkers off. Toes on the nose. Nineteen dollars hasn't moved. Oakfield Arrow. Thirty-four dollars hasn't moved. Bend the knee. Thirteen dollars to twelve. Felix Majestic. Brad's in love with this horse after last start. Four sixty to four forty. Back rower. Seven dollars to six dollars fifty. Big Apple open, $12, $14 hasn't moved today. The Guru, 126 Satinus, 17 hasn't moved. Crackalaka, 51 to 34 Territory Express, $12 to $9.50. And there has been interest with tab fixed odds. Mancone, $81. And Miss Coover at $12. So you can take out Miss Chaconi, twice as special, Let Me Rain and Jabali Bell, but only two cents worth of deductions there. And in terms of money held very quickly... Uh, atmospheric rock was the best back in the first in the second race it is very evenly spread so bend the knee and territory express the two best back to this stage yeah, speed okay here i wouldn't say there's a natural leader uh, which is always a, a little bit scary in, in terms of a tempo up front satinus might just land in front by default uh, and he's drawn the inside so Maybe Toes on the Nose can come across. Felix Majestic has got speed. Oakfield Arrow holds a spot. Other than that, you've got a few horses that prefer to find their feet and hit the line here, Duff. Yeah, you're right. I'm hoping for a little bit of aggression early um, at 1,400 now for Felix Majestic because I, I think he can win. His dry track form sensational. Uh, well, it's good. I won't say sensational, but it's good in the, at the right level. So, yep, I think he's a horse on the up. Um, the confidence... 
uh, was landed the other day in the market and he has come back really, really well. I think 440 is acceptable to tell you the truth. Um, Peace officer needs front of the race stuff to go his way, but and he does get to 60 kilos now. But he's a lot, much stronger horse this preparation. Uh, eight back rower, he was tough after um, sitting wide last start. Just back to 1400, a little concern. And best of the rest, I'll put in Territory Express, who's on the improve uh, number 15. A little bit wary of Brad's old horse here. Toes on the nose, improving seven, two, eight, and 15. Apparently I've got a few favourites here in the midway, yeah. 7, 2, 11 and 15. Felix Majestic on top for me, similar numbers here. Uh, they just think he sets up so well, doesn't he? A dry track, that's key to him. He'll get that today, now we're on a good four. He was a good winner there last time out. He wouldn't want the race to have been any later. Was really hammering down at that point in the meeting. He was still too good. You gave it to last preparation. He did campaign exclusively in listed company. So the stable hold him in high regard. I think he's a horse that can, can continue through the grades with the right setup. And he gets that today. Two peace officer. Uh, he's chasing three straight. He's clearly come back well. He's always had talent. The penny's dropped now. Uh, we'll just leave it in the capable hands of Nashua Willer in terms of finding a spot from that tricky gate, particularly looking at the makeup of this field. So I didn't have a lot between the pair off talent, but then you look at the map uh, and it's advantage Felix Majestic. 11, Satinus, well he gets map favours. If he's not in front, he's just in behind the speed. Bounced back to his best form to win a midway last start. Uh, took care of Electrica, that ties in pretty neatly to midway form. It was disappointing to start prior to that, but you exclude, exclude that and his form is rock solid. Only beaten a length there by straight Acer three runs ago. And I've made a spot for Territory Express as well. I think he's probably the peace officer from last year and he's a horse with talent. He's just yet to put it all together, but the penny will drop sooner rather than later. 7, 2, 11 and 15. Darren's gone with number two, Peace Officer, to beat 15, 6 and 8. As we move to race three, I see you've had a, a tweet here, Duff, from Joe Pride. Uh, Mission Phoenix will be ridden to lead. Joe tweeting that to yourself and racing New South Wales stewards. That's when you know you've made it, when the trainers are... You've got them that um, under the under control, Duff, that they're tweeting you the information, taking it upon themselves to inform you. Gee, you've got some pull. <laughs> well, Joe's always on the front foot wanting to know, uh, let everyone know what he's doing. And he's not only telling the stewards, he's letting us know that to, to, to we can tell the listeners on air yeah. uh, that the the intent to go forward, which is, I think it's obvious. Yeah, I think that's fantastic too. That's just fantastic uh, to inform the punter and, and uh, the audience and everyone out there exactly what's happening. So there he is, Ben. Uh, he'll, he'll be the first horse you read here for the ACY Securities Handicap over 2,000 metres, number one, Mission Phoenix to lead today. Absolutely. $4.40 to open, $4.80 first thing this morning, now $4.60. So just in 20 cents, out 20 cents essentially. Inside drawer and looks a live chance. Outland off $13 to $15 and back to that $13 quote. Pesto, $4.40 to open, 6 to $5.50 today. It probably reads a little on the easy side, but it's the second best-backed runner in the race. Uh, we've got Gantierain at $6 into $5.50. Mars a bit $34. Olympic Gaze $11. Pierossa $3.20 to $3.40 today. And Queenmaker $6.50 hasn't budged. Two scratching special Sway 7 by 8 and Spoltet, which is 6 by 7. Only gear changes. The Irish horse there, number four, blinkers off first time. Yeah, and they're two significant scratchings. This already looked like a battle of tactics, even more so now. So Felix, Mission Phoenix, third time lucky, uh, punches up, holds the front. We know that now. Queenmaker is probably her only other speed horse in the race. She's versatile. She can take advantage of the fact that there isn't really a horse that's going to uh, sit outside of Mission Phoenix, Pia Rossa, Pesto, Gantarain. We've seen enough of these horses to know that they don't necessarily have enough tactical speed. So maybe it's his race today, Mission Phoenix stuff. 
Yep, um, I'm more confident now. Um, I didn't know which way to go really with these four favourites. I didn't know how to line them up uh, until scratchings and uh, obviously in 10th. So now I'm comfortable tipping Mission Phoenix. Um, this is his... This is his sweet spot, 2,000 metres, a race that he could just glide along and quicken up on the point of the turn and try and get them off the bit and chasing. So I'm happy with him. Piros is the different form, as we say, and probably maybe better form. Very one-paced, uh, but she's been crying out for this this um, 2,000 metre distance, and, and he will roll along. She just needs a cart into the race at the right time. Three Pesto, we all saw the other day, he had good support, so it wasn't unexpected. He was well tried at big odds and could be marked unlucky. And Gantt Terrain, another one, crying for 2,000 metres, uh, just very one-paced in, in her own right. So uh, I'm happy to go with the dash of Mission Phoenix here, one, eight, three and four. Yeah, I'm with him as well, just in terms of where he's going to land in the run. One, two, eight, and four. So last, uh, there are a few alarm bells, a red flag there in the fact that that straight Acer race, there was only a length from first to fifth, and there was a hard luck story with Pesto. That said, uh, it does look the obvious, doesn't it? So Mission Phoenix, fifth up now, 2,000 metres, push the button. He doesn't necessarily have a change-up of gears. He just grinds his rivals into the ground. So you saw last time where he was momentarily held up. He hit a bit of a flat spot, but then was coming again through the line. So no excuses today. Two, Pesto. Uh, rip him to the outside and, and let him find the line as long as he's still got that freshness in the legs. Eight, Piarossa does bring a different form line. And you look at it on paper and you think, well, that how good are you? And Marques reference surely reads well for this. But has she got the tactical speed to take advantage of the fact that there isn't a lot of speed on paper here from Barrier 2? Uh, we'll see how that plays out. And Gan Terrain. I don't know where she gets either from the gate, but another one desperate for the 2,000 metres. One, two, eight and four. Darren Flindell in race number three, Mission Phoenix on top number one to beat three, seven and eight. We go now to race number four, the racing and sports handicapper of 1,100 metres and Benway's got the market. Yeah, a few scratchings here of significance. So Mabel, Extravagant Star, Firelane and Thunderlips all come out. Six by seven for Mabel, 19 by 14 Extravagant Star, six by six Firelane and four by five for Thunderlips. So we're talking... Uh, 35 cents worth of deductions there. Starting at the top, door blinkers off first time, crossover noseband again and tongue tie again. $13 the open, albeit with those deductions, $7 to $7.50 today. Pioneer River, $8.50 to $8 today. Fire, which is $9 to $8.50, just trimming in half a point. Weight of the Stars, $4.20 out to $4.40. Zuccarino, $19 hasn't moved. Classy JB, $19 to $16. Biographer, $11. Bandy's Boy, $6.50 hasn't moved today, and Stanislaus is the one. So if you shopped early, $13 we went up. Post-deductions, $8.45. You're now talking $3.80 about a horse that has three times more money than the next best back in the race. Yeah, a couple of significant scratchings there. Mabel, extravagant star, fire lane. Uh, so speed-wise, it doesn't have much effect. Uh, it does have an effect on the market. Duel, way to the stars. He's a very fast horse. Biographer will come across. And Piney River, uh, we saw lead last time out. So, yes, the field's obviously got smaller. But speed-wise, uh, it still should be pretty genuinely run here, Duff. Yeah, and that's why I'm comfortable with fire here. Smaller field, nine runners now. He'll probably be negative at the start and rush home down the middle. Uh, with his blinkers on for the first time. Yeah, happy to spec him. Got caught wide there over the 1,000 when he was well fancied first up at Sandown. So happy to go with that form. I think uh, Stanislas is the danger. Uh, but, geez, $3.80 now. Um, $13 went up Wednesday. Uh, look, he wasn't bad in the heritage. Uh, this is more to his liking. And 
he could easily um, shape a ride up in a race like this. Way to the stars, what you see is what you get, a good on-pace run, um, and best of the rest. I think Pioneer River is probably good odds as well. He just pops in right behind that speed, and he comes out of the right race. 3, 12, 4, and 2. Yeah, I'm with the money horse, 12, 4, 10, and 3. How often do we see uh, Godolphin and James Cummings with this type of setup? Up in grade, down in weights. He's a three-year-old with just the featherweight on his back. He's going to just settle down midfield somewhere. If he gets a split to the right time, he's got a, a nice little turn of foot to take advantage of that run. Four, way to the stars. Uh, early pressure key here, but... He sustained it first up. Uh, he's got to transfer that from Canterbury to Rose Hill now, of course, in a, in a harder grade race and do it second up, something that he struggled with in the past. But otherwise, uh, he looks to have returned really well and he was met with a lot of confident support there first up. Ten Bandy's boy. He's one of the most fascinating runners across the cards. He's first up here for 59 weeks. Uh, the last time we saw him was in a highway. He ran well there. Uh, he go back to his two-year-old form, and he beat Zoo Gotcha there on a heavy 10 at Randwick one day. So he's always been loaded with talent, and I do like the way that he's trialled. So... Big watch in terms of that late support for him. And three, fire. I've made a spot for him as well. Uh, Duff Spick. He's a bit of an enigma, but on his day, he's certainly more than capable. 12-4, 10 and 3. Let's see what Darren's found in this fourth race. Uh, two, Pioneer River on top to beat 10 Bandy's boy. Four, Way to the Stars. Nine, Biographer for Darren. Race four, numbers 2, 10, 4 and 9. Race five at Rose Hill. The Tab Roman Consul Stakes, uh, Benny Boy. And this is a hot field. It certainly is. No scratchings to report. Uh, 1,200 metres, set weight, named after a star horse in the 60s who won the Chelmsford Stakes three times, 67, 68, 69. First run in 78. Jeez, there are some good horses that have won this too. So Exceeding Excel, Fastnet Rock, Red Anchor, Zoo, Star Braze and Bow. Let's have a look at this market. King's Gambit, 460 to 480. Barber, 750 to $6.50. Osmosis, 250 to $2.30 and favourite. The majority of the money is there. There's three and a half times more on osmosis than the next best backs, which interestingly is Barber, which we'll get to in a tick. Namesake with a big gear change, $19. Opened up at 26 Celestial Legend, $6 out half a point. Real Royal Tribute out of full point to $9. Mexico, 41 to 61 And Balkans, $12 to $13 today. Yeah, well, is this a repeat speed-wise of the heritage? Is it as simple as Royal Tribute finds the front, Osmosis ambles up to settle outside the lead, potentially? The only one that I could see holding a spot here, Duff, and making it a little bit tricky for Osmosis is Balkans. Uh, I think he is versatile, and whether they want to use him up a little bit just to make the favourite work a touch in the early stages, I could see that playing out. Yep, possibly. Um, he'd be yeah, kicking up just to find his position there, uh, just behind the speed. There's, um, I don't think there's any doubt about that at all. Intriguing race. I'm a big fan of King's Gambit. Um, hopefully he executes better and uh, just comes back underneath Tommy Berry early. Hopefully, um, I'm hoping for a lot of things here, hopefully he can run on from the back at Rose Hill today because I think that's where he's going to be. But he's got a devastating turn of speed when he gets the right uh, speed on up front. So, look, I'll gamble on him. Uh, we'll learn a lot more about him today, whether he's just a, um, a thinking cult wanting to bolt and do things wrong. I just think anything that fails down the straight, I just want to give another chance to. Um, obviously, Osmosis is the horse to beat. He gets his chance to really make a name for himself today, uh, ticking off the 1,200-metre box. The Celestial Legend, yeah, he can win this and win it well. Um, just a matter whether he's had the sprint run now, whether he wants 1,400 or a mile, but not bag him at all. He's a very good horse. Might be the best horse in this race in time. And 
best of the rest is Royal Tribute. He might be able to pace himself much better in front from uh, at the 1,200 metres here. Typical uh, Waterhouse bot style. One, three, five and six. Yeah, don't leave your form guide in the middle of the track this time, Duff, for King's Gambit. There was no help to him last time out down the Flemington Straight there, that piece no. of paper that he jumped up. No, it was not. <laughs> Is that right? He actually jumped something. Well, he spotted this flying piece of paper, and that's when oh, he threw that. his head in the air and just wanted to bolt. Oh, I missed that, Duff. I'll have to have another yeah. look. Wow. You don't miss much, Duff? Uh, no, well, I, it was... It was Actually, someone pointed it out to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you don't miss much, Brad. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Corey Brown's. I passed it was the Corey Brown, here, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Great stuff. He did. He picked that up. So 3-1, 2 and 5, 3, Osmosis. We might get a backable price here. Uh, he was friendless there first up. What is he now? $2.50, $2.60. And the way he's trending, uh, we might get better yet. So he was a dominant winner of the Heritage first up. I still think he had a, a gear up his sleeve. He was pretty soft on the line. Just has to stretch to 1,200 metres. I do concede that. But he's had a, had a nice platform to do that. And you look at his runs to date. Uh, and his late strength suggests that that won't be a problem. One King's Gambit. Is he going to execute? It's going to be a matter of time before it all falls into place and he's going to blow a field away. I'm reluctant to jump off him from first up. He's just got so much talent, but he still does so much wrong. Two, Barber. He's a big improver from the Heritage. His run was so much better than it reads on paper. He ran fifth, yet he had to do a stack of work in the, the early and middle stages there just to get into the race, and then he had no carrots left that last little bit. So a completely different setup here from Barrier 1 and 5, Celestial Legend. You're just hoping he's still sharp enough to compete over these sprint trips because he's going to be a 1,400-metre miler in time, and a very good one at that. Uh, but if the leaders happen to overdo it, uh, we know he's, he's got a big finish. 3, 1, 2, and 5. Uh, Darren's selections, he's gone this way with his thoughts. 5, Celestial Legend to beat... Three, two, and one. I've just seen that vision, guys. That you are, or Brownie is absolutely spot on. He, they're an amazing animal, aren't they? He spotted that, uh, whatever it was, on the track, um, well before it appeared on the vision. And he, you can see him. He just started to get his head up, and he was worried about what it was. And mm. you're right, he was off and gone after that duff. Um, she yeah, couldn't really get him back. So yeah, that definitely disrupted him. That's quite amazing. Mm. Never and seen that before. And you see him in his trials where he, they drag him back and then he just finishes off so strong against the best of them. Mm. So it's, it's a moment for him today. Oh, it's a big moment. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what he does. We move on to race uh, number six with our preview of Rose Hill Gardens today. And we've spoken about the Tab Roman Consul. This is the Toyota Forklifts Tap Craig over 1,400 metres worth half a million. And we've got a short price favourite up the top, Ben. Absolutely, and named after two of the greatest men to be involved with in racing broadcasting as well. Two of the loveliest blokes and most talented uh, fellows you would ever meet, uh, Tap and Craig. All right, let's roll in. So NCAP is best back, and I'm not just talking slightly. There is 12 and a half times more on NCAP than the next best back runner in the race, and we're talking about well, in excess of 72% of the hold going that direction. So this horse will anchor a stack of multis, currently $1.80. Scratching-wise, you can take out Namesake, 5 by 6 going around earlier, Ostraka, 7 by 8 Balkans Disneck and Peer Disneck, I should say, which went around the other day at the midweeks and Peer Pressure come out too. Uh, cap $2.30 the open, but $1.90 to $1.80 today. Snapback, $8.50 hasn't budged. Chrysler, all 15 to $18. The Little Pumper, $6.50 to $7.50. Ducas, 8 out to $9 today. He-Man, 26 to 34 What a show it was. Razors, 21 to 23 Monte Maximus, 101 to $151. And Marcarina, just on the move with Marcarina. So 
$15 the open, so post deductions, that's $13.20 into $6. You've got to respect that move, but with tab fixed odds, just a heads up, it's the second best back, but absolutely nowhere near that of NCAP. It's a good move, though, for a filly out of midweek maiden grade. Macarena mm. now the second favourite. Speed here, I think the little pumper finds the front. Uh, snapback could be quite happy, I imagine, uh, to take a bit of cover today. Was the leader there in the Golden Rose first up, but uh, just in behind the speed's a nice spot for him. Raises maybe comes across from the gate. Macarena has got some toe, and Encap should find himself just three pairs back and peeling to the outside from there, Duff. Uh, yep, um, he's going to be... He's got the form, hasn't he? But I don't think there's that much between... Um, I know Encap's got performance on the board and Ducas is still a maiden, but I don't think there's that much between them ability-wise. Um, I must say, I, you, you brought it to my attention on Thursday, and I didn't realise, I, I didn't know he went to Melbourne. I saw, I knew he was in in Melbourne and scratched, but he was a late scratching, so there's a setback there with a, whatever it was, a temperature or something. But um, I'll trust that Michael's got him in order and ready to go again, nice and fresh with a month off. And I just think at $9 versus $1.80, I'd probably lean that way. Um, he's obviously very hard to beat. He's held his form in great fashion, this end cap, but, uh, and he has plenty of ratings points on his rivals here with the set weights and penalties. Uh, then a couple of really nice long shots here. Chrysor is a lovely... Big, strong horse will eat up 1,400. He'll get into more of a rhythm than what he did uh, in the run to the Rose. And he gets a set, set of visors on him today and an inside draw. So, yep, I, I, I think he can't do anything bar run well. And a throw at the stumps with He-Man here. He-Man. He is a nice horse. Just uh, his wheels were spinning on the worst part of the track at Flemington last time. And he will get be much better at 13, at 1,400 metres here. I've got no doubt in the wide, wide world. 7, 1, 4 and 8. 1, 13, 7 and 3, 1 end cap. The first thing you do when you see an even money favourite is try to poke holes in the case and I couldn't really other than the fact that he's been up for a while now but all he has to do is repeat what he's done in his past two, and he should win this. So he's fantastic in the Ming Dynasty over this same track and trip and again Rose Hill 1,400 metres which touched off by militarised there in the final stride and split cylinder, uh, the, the luckless cylinder, I do concede that, but he's lining up, you know, Tab Everest and every chance militarise uh, goes on and, and wins the Caulfield Guineas. So holds his form, I think he justifies the short quote. Macarena, whether I'd want to take $6 now, probably not. However, she's completely untapped. Uh, a narrow margin last time out, but she had to make a couple of runs throughout the race, otherwise she was risk being posted deep and she was in for the fight. She's a lovely looking filly. She looks well placed out to 1400 metres and if it's not today, uh, she will make the grade sooner rather than later. Seven Ducas, one of the more talented maidens we've got at the moment. Uh, yeah, you can make a case too that there probably shouldn't be such a discrepancy between NCAP and Ducas because there hasn't been a lot between them in the past when they have clashed. And three snapback also coming through the Golden Rose. He had to absorb a bit of pressure there in the middle stages. And he still wasn't beaten that far, so a bit of a hidden run in itself. One thirteen, seven and 3. Darren's doing the Macarena. 13 on top to beat 1, 7 and 9. Just ahead of the quality legs and a break. Uh, some news on Racing New South Wales in regards to Mogo Magic. Um, he's been examined by a Racing New South Wales vet. And earlier today, which I think might have been yesterday when this article went to print, but uh, the veterinarian examined Mogo Magic and found the horse to be mildly lame, one out of five. And he's off foreleg with a slightly increased pulse to the front in the same limb. So as a result, the horse is currently receiving treatment for a foot condition and the horse will be reassessed by the stable veterinarian 
over the weekend. So uh, Mogo Magic under a little bit of a cloud heading towards the Kosciuszko at the weekend. I hope they can get him right. Oh, gee, that is just horrible luck, the week of the race. Um, yeah. I hope everything calms down and he can take his place. Yeah, they get onto the, it sounds like, a, a stone bruise, uh, mm. which they can get onto pretty quick. Yep. And um, they can get over it. Some can get over it pretty quickly. So one out of five is not lame, but it's obviously there's a pulse there and he's feeling it and uh, he'll be um, poulticed up and see what happens. But not ideal, but... No. I wouldn't uh, shut the door on him yet. No, absolutely. I yeah, hope that uh, for Scott Collings, the slot holder, and all the owners, they can get him to the race because um, he's certainly there to run well. Good to have your company on the Rose Hill preview. We're up to race number seven. It's the Hill Stakes over 1,900 metres. And uh, Ben Way has got the market, tab.com.au. He's a shocker scratch, so to Ironclad. So take out 15 and 16. We'll start off with Numerian. Numerian, of course, running second in the race last year. $15 to $14 today, but opened up at 26 with zero deductions applicable. Zayrak at $9 out of full point. Young Bird has been a firmer, and it is off the back of money. $26 the open, 16 to $14 today. Luncey is at $26. Blinkers again, nose roll off first time. No compromise, $51 to $41. Protagonist opened up at $6, now $7. Blinkers go on for the first time there. Who Your Mail, $4.60, has a move, 15 to 23 for Skylab. Hosier, 15 to $16. Mount Popper, 51 to 81. Montefilia, Nashra Willa has already won this race twice, looking for three with the favourite, $3.60 to three eighty. Hinged at $10. Magical Lagoon, $61. And Fireburn at 13 Just a fun fact, as we come to Duff, only two mares have won the race in the past 20 years. Very elegant and Miss Marielle. There you go, Montefilio looking to become the third. So speed here, New Marion drawn wide. Uh, first up, but a bit of intent in the setup here. First up, 1,900 metres. He'll have done the work, so... He'll resort or revert to the norm in terms of spearing forward. Hosier won't be far away. Hinged, trying to bounce back from cardiac arrhythmia. She typically uh, uses the draw when she gets it. And Huyamal can be closer today. Third up, 1,900 metres. I know he's settled ninth and seventh, and he's two runs back, both over the mile. So a different scenario for him today, Duff. Yes. I'm just wondering whether Ben is uh, using uh, Bruce's stats, man. Are you using Bruce's stats, man, or will you get your own? Bruce um, is smart enough to not share his stats, man. I, <laughs> I didn't can think I, so. <laughs> can, I also, can I also add that Bruce could be his own stats, man? Honestly, I know is, that, but he is he, a star. Uh, he's a professional. Yeah. Uh, look, I I like him a lot. I think I'm going to get a better price. So I think you'll get a, the better odds here, who you mail. Um, because there's other options in this race, but I've, I've been waiting, 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 patiently, just throwing a few dollars away along the way. Uh, but today, it's he's got to put his hand up if he's going to measure up in a couple of these spring races. So uh, I think we're all expecting a more positive ride. Uh, he's just been a bit slow early, slower than expected early recently, but at this distance uh, from this draw, I think he's going to put himself in a beautiful spot here and hard to beat. Protagonist is the one I'm wary of and um, we also saw him having his first start in Australia at this track and distance in the sky high last prep and he was excellent so he presents well with blinkers on third up barrier one and look obviously she fits in beautifully here the mayor Montefilia this is a lovely race for her with this you know, with these circumstances and best of the rest is 14 Fireburn, who's very likeable here as well. If they happen to overdo it up front, she's going to be steaming home. 7, 6, 11, 14, intriguing little race.
Yeah, it is. I've gone the way of Who You Mail as well. Seven, two, six, and eleven. I think today's the day we can get the cash with Who You Mail. It's a lovely setup out in Journey. Third up, he's got a good base. Uh, this table we're talking about Epsom's, Metrops along the way, and they've decided to just hold him back and go to this Hill Stakes. And I know they're pretty bullish about how well he's going. So you look at that seven stakes, like think it over, Zaki, Fangirl, surely that has to be a strong reference for this. Case in point with Zarek, if you're making a case for Who You Mail, Zarek has to be in the conversation. He's a dead set dry tracker. He gets conditions to suit. He was flying at the back end of last campaign. And he's two runs back this time in, suggests that he's come back just as well. Six protagonists, I can see the case there, as Duff touched on Blinkers first time. Barrier one, he was fantastic behind Just Fine, making a, a sustained run to the line. He should be peaking up now, third up. And 11, Montefilia. I think she has to find a little bit more. We know she's capable of better, but she gets the right setup to do that. She loves Rose Hill, and she finds a Nashville Willer. So a few things in her favour today. 7, 2, 6, and 11. Let's see which way Darren's gone. <clears throat> Excuse me, with his thoughts in race number seven and he goes this way seven six eleven nine seven on top who ya mal for darren as well we go now to race number eight on the program and this is the alan brown stakes over 1400 meters ben yeah named after the former sydney turf club and racing new south wales chairman alan brown am so four scratchings charterhouse camelane spangler and looks like elvis but zero deductions applicable on that front. So at the top, we've got Cepheus, $4.60 the open, $5.50 today, out to $6.50, a touch on the easy side. Skyman, 51 to $71, Bandersnatch, 26 to 34 Stockman, triple figures, 101 to $151, Roots, $11 hasn't moved, Banju, 51 to $41, Lions Raw, $15 the open, 23 and steady today, Attractable, $51 the open, hasn't moved from 31 today, Detonator Jack, six fifty hasn't moved. Waterford, four dollars eighty, again, hasn't budged today. Argentia, ten dollars, hasn't moved. Cuban Royale is one. Twenty six dollars the open. Well, that wasn't enough. But fifty one dollars this morning, that was snapped up into thirty four dollars and is actually the sixth best backed runner in the race. Waterford and Detonator Jack top that list. Palmetto fourteen dollars, Alencia nine dollars fifty, while Planet forty one dollars. How are we still going? Cisco Bay one hundred and fifty one to one hundred and one. <laughs> Coda Healy at nine dollars and flying crazy fifty one to forty one. Geez, that's a big field. Yeah, it's found its spot already, hasn't it? The Alan Brown. Uh, big field here. Capacity 18, good speed on paper and plenty of different opinions floating about. But speed wise, I think attractable Finds the front, albeit slightly back in journey. Banju, he's nice and fresh. He gets the trail across from a tractable wild planet. I think they have to ride him aggressive now that Tamerlane's come out and just try and find a spot on top of the speed, if not being the speed maker himself. And then you're looking at the horses that get lovely runs just in behind Argentia, Cepheus, Palmetto, and Coda Hale here, Duff. Yep, I agree with all that. It's an intriguing race just uh, all round. You know, there's little options out wide, or it's in, we're not, we haven't got a definitive. A map in place, so it'll be a real tactical affair here. I'm happy to spec Palmetto at the odds. I like this horse. I'm, uh, he's a bit of an ugly duckling, but he's come back better in the skin, and he's just loomed up, knocked, knocked up in the Cameron behind Democracy Manifest, and maybe in the worst part of the track there. And this is a lovely target for him, uh, stalking the speed with no weight on his back. So I'll spec him. I think plenty of dangers, obviously. Waterford sets up beautifully. Uh, Argentia, up to 1,400. She's the one with the spring and the step, stepping up in distance. A lot of these horses have to come back uh, 100 metres here, uh, where she just goes to that 
next level of, of distance and best of the rest is Roots who's just a terrific fresh mare you know I could make um, Detonator Jack just if he's sharp enough for 1400 but his stable's tipping up a storm and you can just can continue to uh, make cases for a lot of horses here uh, flying crazy Michael says get on 40 to 1 15, 12, 13 and 5 yeah, good support for Detonator Jack as well. They keep chipping away at his price. He's much shorter elsewhere than Tab's current quote, so uh, pay plenty of respect to him. I've found a spot for him in four, but I've got Argentia on top, and I'm just leaning on the odds here. I think double-figure odds is pretty generous, so I want to take the punt that she can bounce back from last start. I just like the idea of her finding cover. She hasn't had that luxury in her, her latest two runs. She was wide no cover behind Binos Notchos two starts ago. That saw her start a very well-backed uh, chance there in the Theo Marks, and she settled outside the lead and didn't really settle, in fact. Uh, she was kind of a little bit busy there in the run and uh, didn't finish off accordingly. So today, back to the trials. Nice little freshen up, 1,400 metres. Everything has fallen into place. 12, Waterford. Uh, he's easy enough to find. Uh, he was great in the Theo Marks himself. He backed that up with a fast finishing third in the Shannon Stakes behind Cepheus, and he gets a little weight swing there, two and a half kilos to turn the tables. That's no knock on Cepheus. Uh, the cherry there is the draw. He's going to do absolutely no work whatsoever uh, from the outset. Lobs into a lovely spot, and he only has to hold his form to be in the finish again. And 10, detonated Jack. 11 career starts, and he's yet to start longer than $7.50. So the market's always gravitated towards him, and case in point today again. 13, 12, 1 and 10. 19 on top for Darren. <clears throat> That's Coda Healy. 19 to beat 10, 12 and 1. As we go now to race number 9 with our Rose Hill preview. And this race is the Nivison Group 3 over 1,200. Yeah, it's been a Group 3 since 2013 coming up from listed status. So a couple come out of this. Wollonga Beast 3 by 2 and Vienna Princess 2 by 1, the two scratchings. We'll start off with Royal Merchant, $15.00. Hasn't budged. Revolutionary Miss, $15, hasn't budged. Parasail, $3.40, has not moved. Queen of the Ball, $7, hasn't moved. Magic Time, $3.20, again, briefly hit $3.40, but back to that opening quote today. Banana Queen, $23 to $21. She's all class, $12, no move in or out there. Rain Bill, $26, out to $34, back to $26. Dalcini, $34 to $51, back to its opening quote. Or debt thirty four hasn't moved. Russian conquest sixteen hasn't moved, and cool die sixteen hasn't moved. I can explain that a little bit. We've got the second best backed runner in the race in this uh, second best backed runner across the meeting in this race, and that's Magic Time. So it's the noted firmer four sixty the open three twenty to three dollars forty back to three twenty today. There's three times more on Magic Time than Paracel. I think she went up significantly longer too in the all-in market, so Tab will be in for a nice whack if she happens to lob today. Speed-wise, Queen of the Ball, she'll find the front, you'd expect, but thereafter, uh, it's open for interpretation. Does Paracel get across the little outside the lead? Well, Rainbeal showed more toe there last time out, jumping cleanly to put itself outside a tri-state in the run. Banana Queen, uh, she's better with cover, so she'll be hoping just to, to slot in behind the top two. And we heard from Graham Begg this morning, suggested that Magic Time has some versatility in terms of where she settles, and they'd be reluctant to drag her right back. So an interesting first couple of hundred metres here, Duff. Yes, it will be, and I think that'll be the, the moment of the race getting around that first turn. I, I couldn't see... Magic time draw, dragging back here. I think half a length inside Paracel getting the push across somewhere uh, might be the play. Uh, leave it to Nash and Graham to sort that out. So I think if she gets the right run, she wins. Uh, well, she goes close to winning. I think she's very likeable, uh, Philly. Um, 
or mayor she is now, but Graham's always had a huge opinion of her. Um, just been held back for this, no setbacks with that uh, five weeks uh, since the first up run. So, yeah, very comfortable with her. Um, getting in short now. She's getting good odds here. The, the only leader, Queen of the Ball. Well, she was pretty well tied to the hip with Paracel first up and then um, excuses the other day in, a, in a, what looks to be a very hot race at, um, uh, there. So she'll run much better here today. Paracel, what you see is what you get. She's just so genuine. And Revolutionary Misses trialling up, showing a bit of dash. Five, four, three and two. Yeah, I've gone the way Queen of the Ball uh, at that quote, $7. I'm just hoping that these other few chances in the race are too worried about what they're doing uh, and looking at each other and she's just one out in front, getting an easy enough time and giving a kick there, turning for home. So a dry track suit, she was fantastic there first up where she was only just beaten narrowly by Paracel and that was on a soft track. She's even better on a dry surface and I know it looks a bit disappointing there on paper last time out, but as Duff mentioned, that's a red hot race, that Scirocco behind Sunshine in Paris. And Espiona, uh, they smashed the clock. Espiona since won, and she was only beaten two and a half lengths. So catch me if you can on Queen of the Ball. Five magic time, three Paracel. Uh, the cases there make themselves, don't they? Two very talented mares. They'll just need a few things to fall into place in the early stages for them to run up to their best. And if there's a sneaky little knockout here, it's Dalcini. Uh, I know her record doesn't suggest that, or doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, her strike rate. However, she's raced at this level pretty much throughout her entire career. She'll do no work from the gate. And if she gets a split to the right time, she could thunder home into the finish. Four, five, three, and eleven. Darren likes uh, number five on top. That is magic time to beat three, two, and thirteen. That's Darren Flindell. As we arrive at the last, the Sarone handicap over thirteen hundred metres. Ben scratchings. Delalart number seven, thirteen. Ivan Spiro, three by three. The deductions there. Overriding no deductions. Fifteen. Super chill, two by one. Avery number sixteen, who was good at the midweeks. No deductions. And Boldino six by seven. So we're only talking eleven cents to win total there, but they do add up, don't they? King of the Castle, $23 to $26 today. Kobe, $4.80 to open, $2.80 to $2.60 today. Best-backed runner in the race, seven times more than the next best-backed runner in it, and occupying about 60% of the overall hold. Monarch of Egypt, $23 to $26. Diamond Dealer, $9.50 hasn't budged. Super Helpful, $41 to $51. Colour Sergeant Framie McLucas, who picked up a Metro double at the midweek, $71. True Crime, first up, $26. Uh, we've got the nine, Lafagu, I'll go with, $15 to $16. Gringotts, $4.60 to $4.20. Portray, $13 hasn't moved. Oakfield Waratah, $26 to $34, back to $26. Bunker Hut, Second best back runner in the race, seven fifty to eight dollars, and Wizard of Oz twenty one dollars has moved, but did open up at twenty six. All aboard, Kobe in the last. He shouldn't have any excuses. Looking at the map, there's four or five candidates to go forward. He should get the camp in behind them. You've got True Crime, Oakfield Waratah, Diamond Dealer, who's very fit coming back in grade and finds Nashawilla. I can't imagine they'd be giving up the front. And Wizard of Oz and Petray coming across from wider draws. So enough there to keep each other busy, Duff. Yep, better the day for me. He's getting into where he should have been to start with, I thought. He was terrific in a strong race first up. Beautifully placed claim, inside draw, back in grade, and very hard to beat with even luck. I think um, where am I? I struggled for danger. Some Gringotts, there was just too much uh, confidence around him the other day. I know he was probably at every hope, but he might be better than that. Uh, so he goes in. Diamond Dealer, because of the style uh, that she goes forward. 
late in the day, track drying is always an advantage. And uh, Bunker Hut has to go in. He seems to come back a strong horse, uh, winning that midway first up. I think two will win, two, ten, four, and eighteen. Yeah, I'm with him as well. Two, four, ten, and eleven, and a confident push this morning from Sam Kavanagh as well. So that's just a little cherry on top, but. He's clearly hard to beat. Back in grade, second up, 1,300 metres, finds a very winnable race and in well after the claim. So even luck, I think he can brush past these leaders and get the job done. Four Diamond Dealer, she won't be a, an easy nut to crack. She's been up for a long time. She's holding her form. Uh, she's fit. She's honest. And she comes back in grade from the Golden Pendant where the stables had to throw up the stumps. And she was only beaten, what, five lengths behind Espiona and a tissue. That reads well for this. And I do love that pairing with Nash Willa. Ten Gringotts. He did have every possible chance there last time out. Having been met with good support, maybe he was still half a run short. Uh, no excuses today, fitness-wise. Back to 1,300 metres, another kind draw, and Jason Collett does the steering. And 11, Portray. We're all making a little case for her there, first up, thinking that she'd be the, the sharp fresh mare on the scene over 1,100 metres, but she hit a bit of a flat spot and was coming again through the line, so now she's a bit older. She might be looking for a touch further, and she gets out here. Just has to offset uh, that wide gate in the early stages, though. 2, 4, 10, and 11. All aboard. Special for Darren Kayobi, number two on top. He's carrying some weight today, this horse, to beat 18, 10, and 4. Ron Duffersey, what's your best for Rose Hill? Yeah, all aboard, all right. Uh, Kayobi in the last, give him strength. Um, best value, I think, is fire in race four, number three. Thanks for the morning, Duff. See you, guys. Have a good day. Brad Gray, your best. Yeah, best for me, race seven, number seven, Hu Yamal in the $2 million feature there, the Hill Stakes. Third up, dry track, out in trip. I think he's very much ready to win. And the best value is Argentia, uh, heavily back there last time out uh, to start, what, $3.60. Now we're getting double-figure odds about a mare that I think is going particularly well, and she maps to get every chance in the run. So best bet, race seven, number seven, Hu Yamal, and the best value, race eight, number 13, Argentia. Have a good one, Brad. Thanks, guys. There's Brad Gray. Uh, ben Way to tidy up uh, our Rose Hill preview. Yeah, so the best-backed runner across the card is NCAP, uh, considerably best-backed in that race, 11 times more than the next best, which is Mark Arena. So that's in race number six today. Just a reminder, too, about the fixed odds offers. So at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm, races one to six, run second or third, bonus bet back up to $50. But when it comes to the feature at Rose Hill and the Turnbull Stakes for that matter, the Hill Stakes and the Turnbull, fixed odds offer, run second to tenth, bonus bet back up to $50. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Ben. Chat to you for the Flemington preview soon. Racing HQ will continue on Sky Sports Radio. Good morning to our Sky Racing viewers.